What's up, y'all? This is your host, Courtney, and you're listening to the Black to Business Podcast. What's up, y'all? I'm back. I had an amazing experience this past weekend. I went to Atlanta for a pod connection and I met so many amazing people. We've been very new to all of this and everything. It was so cool being there with a lot of different people and, you know, hearing their takes. It was an amazing weekend from day one. Um, We started off, we went to a meet and greet at a lounge. It was like an all black party. Funny thing was we never looked at the flyers. So my friends and I, we all had like the most colorful outfits anybody could have ever picked out. Like I think one person, hers like gold. I had a blue and white thing going on. And then my other friend, she was actually prepared. She had an all black, you know, one piece. I call them one pieces, but it was a like a jumpsuit is what it's called. <laughs> and then my other friend, she was like, I don't have anything black. So like we had to go to the mall that was near where we were staying. And we all took us, took us like two hours. It felt like two hours, but it was probably like an hour for everybody to find something black to wear. I had a black shirt, so I just had to find bottoms. So Forever 21 ended up coming in clutch because I found like these black and white striped pants and they were really cute. A little too big, but hey, it was fine. I got them last minute. (laughs) But so like it was all chaos that first day. The traffic was terrible. We don't have them kind of problems here in Baton Rouge, but it was like, as soon as about 6.30 hit, we were in dead stop traffic, like, or stop and go traffic, and then this guy kind of bumped us, and yeah, it was, it was, it was funny, like, we had a, an interesting day, and it was like, okay, so this is what Atlanta is like, but after Friday, Saturday morning, we woke up early to go to the panels and um, the live shows and the panels were amazing. I learned so much from them. I took some really good notes and some good pointers for some from some successful podcasters. I got to meet some people that I actually look up to and that I listen to their podcasts very often. So that was that was really sweet. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And then after that, the live shows, man, I didn't know how much I was actually gonna enjoy those. Like they were really like intense because it was like really cool because you had the podcasters talking. But then you had the audience who were like actually interacting, like wanting to stand up, ask questions, put their two cents in. Like it was really cool. Like I really, really enjoyed it. But after that, we kind of like, we went back to the room to chill and then we took naps. We were only supposed to take like 15, 20 minute nap, 30 minute nap, you know, nothing long because we were going to get up. We had a whole night planned. It was going to end with us going, I think, maybe like a strip club or something like that. And funny thing is, we didn't do any of that. We got to nothing. Like, we ended up sleeping until like 8.30 that night. So by that time, it was like, man, by the time we get ready, ugh, we didn't even want to go out anymore. It was probably later than 8.30. I think it may have been 9.30. We didn't want to go out anymore. So then we're like, hey, we've been here this whole weekend. And we haven't taken any, like, really good pictures. So we went to a restaurant. I don't remember the name, but it was near Grady Hospital. I just remember kept saying, hey, I know the hospital. Tyler Perry talked about it on this little stage place. So we went to that restaurant. After that, we were driving around. And we saw some really nice graffiti, like some really cool graffiti. And it was like, let's turn around. So like we turned into like these ran- this random parking lot. And we went and took some really nice pictures. They had some great lighting. And then we walked around the building and it was like a tiger. So we were like, oh my gosh, look at LSU out here in uh, Atlanta. So we went and took pictures with the with the tiger. Um, and after that, we went riding a little further because we had noticed some other graffiti that we liked and we wanted to get pictures by it. And it was kind of like a, I want to say tunnel, but it wasn't a tunnel. But it was so much graffiti and like we walked up and down it taking pictures and taking pictures just of the graffiti. Like it had some really cool stuff. Like we don't have that here at all. Like nothing. It, Nothing even looks remotely close to what we saw there. So that was fun. And then, so we took pictures for a good two hours. And we were like, you know what? We're still tired. <laughs> so we went back to the room. We had to stop and give me some ice first so I can eat some ice. <laughs> and after that, we went back to the room. 
and Shao got in bed and we were asleep all over again. Like we hadn't already been sleeping like four hours and we woke up Sunday morning, you know, packed up because of course checkout was Sunday. Um, we drove, well, I drove. <laughs> so we checked out, packed up, you know, and then they had a brunch. We actually reserved the table for brunch. It's pretty cool. We showed up probably about 15 minutes before the restaurant I actually opened. So we were able to like order our food and stuff early, which was pretty cool. Cause like right at 12:30, they were sitting our plates down and had our drinks and stuff there. The food was was pretty good, like really really good. It was probably like the best food that I had the whole weekend while I was there. So after that, we realized that like the other festivities in the place that we went weren't starting until like 3:30 and 4 o'clock, and I was like, I want to be back on the road. Cause that's an eight hour drive and I didn't want to, you know, be on the road that late. Cause we all had to be to work for 7:45 Monday morning. So we actually, we walk around, take some more pictures with some, with some really nice graffiti. And then they had like this festival. I don't really know the name of it, but it was some type of festival. So we kept hearing like music and stuff. So we walked that way, went to go see it. And the first thing we stopped by was like the Madam CJ Walker. It was like a little museum kind of thing. And this family, they had set up like a like a little mock beauty shop and stuff like that. It, it was like some like a original hot comb, had some beauty, some salon chairs, the little shampoo bowl, like they had all kinds of stuff. It was really really cool. And we took a picture of like all of the stuff they had around. They had some of the had like disc and turntables. It's really nice. Got some good pictures of that. So we walked a little further trying to find this festival, and it was like a couple stages with people on them and then we passed all through them we finally got there so many people like they had all these different booths um with like natural hair products t-shirts shoes i saw one for like a debit card with a credit line like it was it was some different stuff and we walked by and we looked at like all the stuff that people had to offer what they were selling we kind of shopped a little bit walked a little bit further and then it was like all the food smelled really good we had just eaten brunch so then we walk back up, long walk, I wore heels, worst idea I could have ever did. Didn't know we were going to be walking that much, so I thought we were just going to brunch and then we were going to head out. Nah, nah, that walk was terrible and it was hot. But after all that, we walked all back, got in the car, we stopped at a Walgreens, I think. If not Walgreens, it was a CVS. That didn't take too long, but then it was like gas gas where we were where we were it was like really really high like it was like 280 something like that and I was like uh-uh we're not gonna spend all this money we're gonna drive we had like a half a tank I was like we're gonna drive until we get some with some cheaper gas <laughs> get out of Atlanta um get a little further so we rolled a little ways and I, I probably exited probably when I realized I was under a fourth of a tank and I was like I think it might be time to get some gas now <laughs> so like I pulled off the interstate and got some gas but and after that, it was a smooth ride. Right until we got into Louisiana. As soon as we got into Louisiana, it was this rain. Like, in, it was like the rain that makes you slow down from going 80 to make you go 40. Like, couldn't see anything. It's dark. No lights around. It was pretty rough. But that lasted for only about five minutes. And then we made it home probably around 12.30, I think. So it wasn't that bad of a drive wasn't a lot of stops or anything and I guess that just sums up my whole little weekend but I can't say it was awesome it was my first time ever going to Atlanta and I enjoyed it and I don't feel like I got to go back and any other pod connections they have I would definitely be in the building meeting more people like I was shy this time but I'm working on it so today we're actually going to do something a little bit different than before because of a special guest we're gonna do highlight our melanin and creative corner together both of them be together because it's just too good to separate it i have mr josh martin here with me today he's a singer slash songwriter oh hey what's up my name is josh martin <laughs> And I'm a singer-songwriter. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, start off by telling us, who is Josh Martin? Who is Josh Martin? Um, well, yes. So, I am from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm 23. I uh, like long, 
fault. I'm joking. That's, I don't. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I love music. I love all kinds of music. Uh. I grew up in a relatively small family, who kind of put me on the music that kind of shaped, you know, kind of like the music that I make now. So. That's kind of me as an artist, but me as a person would be a lot <laughs> to cover. But okay, yeah, but, okay, or more of a loaded question. Okay, so if there are any list- listeners that's interested, how do they get started? Yes, yeah, so the name of the EP is called Home. It came out in April, and it is on all platforms. So that's Amazon, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, the whole nine. So anywhere that you can. Pretty much listen to music is there. Okay. Yep. And they find you by just searching Josh yeah, Martin. Josh Martin or home. home. Josh Martin Home. Josh yep. Martin Home. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yes, so, I am. I guess I can ask this. How long have you been doing music? <laughs> oh, goodness. So, in life, I've probably been doing music um, since I was young. Like I, like, I grew up singing and playing in church. Well, mainly just singing in church. But I've been doing music professionally since I was about... Maybe like anywhere between sixteen and like eighteen. I, I honestly don't remember the, okay. <laughs> the exact time, but it, that's when I started like doing it like legitimately for like money and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, what instruments do you play? <sighs> so I play. Um, so guitar is my main instrument. Uh, I play electric and acoustic, but my. Like, I can play piano enough to write. I could play drums enough to get ideas out. So pretty much every other instrument, I could play enough to get ideas out, like, when I'm writing songs. But, like, ultimately, guitar is, like, my main. It's, like, the I wouldn't call myself, like, a piano player or a drummer or anything else. Oh. I call myself. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. Yep. Yes, ma'am. So what's your inspiration for songwriting? Mm. All right. So, <clears throat> like, on a musical tip, I like anything musically that just moves me. I'm, uh, I'm real into like melodies and like catchy melodies. Um, but lyrically, I I like conversational kind of lyrics, like lyrics that make it feel like not not that are like I love metaphors and like similes in music. I mean, like in lyrics, but. I really like lyrics that make it feel like somebody's talking to me, like I'm talking to this person, mm-hmm. opposed to just like, oh, wow, he described, you know, he used this beautiful metaphor. I think that's great, but I just like when people can really articulate like their everyday life speech through music. I think that's dope. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So, how do you balance being really young and living this lifestyle? Um, honestly, it's the people in my life, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty, and it's probably with anybody, like, there are people that you talk to, and <clears throat> whether you talk to these people every day or not, it's like, you, when you talk to them, you're, like, back to the same age you were when you met them, so it's like, I got friends that I've had my whole life, and they, I, I can't, like, try to act like I'm either super cool or act, because they know me. They've known me since before I was doing any of this stuff. So, the artist front don't really work with them. So, it's okay. like, you know what I mean? And uh, it, and I just wouldn't do it anyway, you know what I mean? I think it's the people in my life, though. I got really close friends who uh, I hang out with and I talk to, and then when I'm talking to them, I'm 12 again, you know what I mean? So, it's kind of like, it's it just feels normal, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, people keep me grounded, I guess. <laughs> okay. So there's nothing... Hmm, maybe that's not what I want to say. Okay. Is there anything, you know, that you wish was a little different? About... Just the, the lifestyle. Yeah. Um. I think, uh, honestly, it's the consistency that I think a lot of artists long for. So... Like, with normal jobs, you know what I mean? It's, there's more of a scheduled thing, you know what I mean? It's like, you know when you go in, you know when you get off, you know. Man, some some days I'm playing early, early, early in the morning. Some days I'm playing extremely late at night into the next morning. Like, it's 
and then we're traveling and all kind of stuff. It's just, it's a real, your life looks, can look different every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, your schedule can look different every day. Um, and some days it's even weird. Like if you'll go, like I just got back from Nashville and I was in Nashville for like a week or so. And I, it was like nonstop. And again, it was some days I was busy in the morning. Some days I was busy at night. But to come back home, all I was doing was writing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's a completely different life shift so now i'm like not having to go and go and go and go because you get in that mindset so it's it's more of a consistency thing but it's not like bad it's like a part of the job but it's just Mm -hmm. weird you know Mm -hmm. okay yeah okay do you have any encouraging words for like people Uh, anybody that's interested yeah i mean i was actually just talking to another good artist friend of mine uh and we were just talking about like just not giving up. You know what I mean? I think a lot of artists can get caught in uh, the the way the industry works. And not that is anything wrong with being a major label artist or industry artist. I think people try to knock that too much. Like it's great to be independent and it's great to be a major label artist. I think it's great for whatever works for you. But I think when you compare yourself you can kind of compare like age, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you see a lot of kids come out young and it's yeah. kids big and right. fast, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you can kind of feel like, well, it didn't happen for me at 16, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think everybody has their own path and I think everybody has, you know, their own lane that's carved out for them. And, you know, what works for you, you could have gotten it at 16 and it may not have turned out like so-and-so, you know? Right. So I think it's just best to follow your own path, be comfortable in your own skin, and just not give up, you know? And just work hard, though. Like, work hard to be good at what you do. And I think that's, you know, always try to be better. Yeah. Can't stop. You got to always try. At least try. So, how do people follow you or, like, follow your journey? Like, where do they find you? So, I am honestly getting a lot better with uh with that and like putting my life out there more um i need to get better but i'm just na- if i'm honest like i'm not naturally a social media type person mm-hmm. like my i'm not the person to do something cool or eat something cool and go oh i gotta share this with all right <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just not my nature so uh but i'm getting better with that but on ig it's uh josh martin musico on facebook it's the same thing josh martin musico and uh I don't have a Twitter or anything like that. Okay, I got turned off by Twitter when I was in like the eighth grade because one of my homeboys was like, is or is when it was first started popping to like my friends or whatever. I don't right. know how Twitter, how long it's actually been around, but I know um, one of my homeboys was like, yeah, bro. He was like, what you do? You just like tell people what you're doing. <laughs> And if, if you don't po- if you don't tell people what you're doing, they'll like stop following you. And I was like, dude, I can't, <laughs> like right. I can't keep up. So I remember that was I had that conversation like 13, and I was like, man, I can't get a Twitter. But I think I should probably get a Twitter because I mean I don't know I don't know if it's what the cool kids are doing now. But I know I just it's hard <laughs> for me to just think like, oh well, I'm eating a bologna sandwich. Let me let everybody know how great right. it is. Like right. it's not my my first stop. So. I mean, I could definitely understand you with that social media. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I'm like a grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. You know, it's like, how do you do this? And what would I do? Yes. How you? What is a hashtag? Like, right, right. I'm just getting back on social media, like, with the podcast. Just trying to put it out there. And it's like, right. I don't know where to even start mm-hmm. at all. That's big facts. Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. But, all right, enough of this talking. Okay. I want you to share your gift with the world. Is the entire world listening right now? Because that's so dope. Not right now. Okay. It's, this will definitely be edited. <laughs> that's <is> amazing. <laughs> Alright, sweet. I'm going to do the uh, title track, Call Home. Okay. Mm-hmm. I lived in a bubble I never knew what love was And if I'm completely honest, I still feel the same. Understand I love my mother, and she loves me to the moon and back. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the truth gets covered deep beneath our mask. 
so finding a way to escape through the darkness I'm finding myself again I'm fighting the waves and the flames of the shame in my heart I'm coming home I'm coming home I focus too much on the problem where and what could have caused it Because if I could solve it I could finally be me mm-hmm. And it's true I believe Our soul identities They're found in what we believe in And where we call home Finding a way to escape through the darkness Finding myself again Fighting the waves and the flames of the shame in my heart I'm coming home 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 I'm finding a way to escape darkness I'm finding myself again fighting the waves and the flames of the shame in my heart I'm finding a way to escape through the darkness I'm finding myself again I'm fighting the waves and the flames of the shame in my I'm coming home. I'm coming home. But I guess I got to keep going. Man, that was awesome. But I was just sitting here thinking about it. You know, the world is really crazy. Like, it's so crazy now. And you just never know what's going to happen next. How do you watch your back? True. You know, do you feel like in this day and age that, like, you have to always consistently, like, watch your back? Like, look around, protect yourself. Like, what's your takes on that? I think think you should, honestly. I'm honest. I think you. I think people should watch their backs. Now, now there's a difference between that. Mhm. My chair just squeaked. Oh, Jeez. okay. I did. No. So, I um. So there's a difference between I think <clears throat> watching your back and being paranoid. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be paranoid. Mhm. I I don't, I don't. I don't think that uh that people should be paranoid but i do think people need to be watchful of their surroundings for sure mm. yeah 100 percent. Sure. you know what i mean okay 100 percent. because it's just like you never know you know what i mean you never know who's you know around and even because like i live in like a not and by when i say nice side of town not like super like uppity or anything like that but just like i live in like a safe side of town but it's like you know that doesn't exempt me from because people are crazy. You know what I mean. Neighborhood watch, come yeah. after you. Yeah, people are crazy. So I think people should, you know, watch their backs. Okay, how do you? So, <clears throat> like, 
I'm super watchful when I'm because I tote like a lot of like gear around and instruments and stuff like that. So I got to be super watchful. Like I don't keep stuff in my car. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And when I'm getting out of my car at night, like from like a late gig or whatever the case is, like I got to be watchful because I got a lot of like people know that instruments are expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like I got a lot of stuff on me. And so mm-hmm. I got to I got to watch even when I'm just walking into my apartment, like I got to watch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, who's outside at a certain, cause I come in late. Mm-hmm. So I got to watch who's outside, who's up to what, you know what I mean? I think, um, I do to a degree believe that not a lot good happens after 12 o'clock. So it's like, you know what I mean? To a, to a degree, you know what I mean? I, not everything. But, I can agree. Yeah. After 12, you know, nothing, nothing good yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, depending on what you define as good. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, so I feel like, you know, you got to stay ready. But I'm one. It's kind of weird. I've never, I've always grown up to where it's like, I'm not scared of anything. Which, you know, is a good thing. But sometimes it's not so good. Mm -hmm. Because if if there is a threat, Mm -hmm. it's like, hmm. Right. It doesn't phase me. But it could potentially be a threat. Right. But to me, I'm like, I'm not scared of you. Right. Right. You know? I was just wondering, you know, what you did. No, that's interesting. It's because it's like, <clears throat> even with you, like it is. That that's good because you got a lot of people who walk around and they are kind of scared for no reason, and mm-hmm. I think that's bad. I think it's kind of unhealthy, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? Not to bash anybody because everybody's different, but I'm just saying, I think that can just get unhealthy when you're like just paranoid, you know what I mean? Opposed to just being watchful, you know, because it's like with you, it's like you know like the people who have like super high pain tolerance mm-hmm. it's like they you know what i mean like they could take a lot of pain but i'm like you probably shouldn't be doing the things that you're doing to even endure that much pain at one time mm-hmm. but um but at the same time you sound like very aware of the fact that it, even in like a threatening situation you would still i feel like you would know if it was a threat you do seem pretty, or maybe okay. No, you know, not judging by the look. <laughs> I would, who knows? Because I've been in some things, and some things are happening, and currently, and I'm, I haven't taken the necessary precautions that one would take or should take uh-huh. because it's like, ultimately, I still feel I'm not scared. Right. I just I don't want anything bad to happen, but I'm right. not scared. Right. You know, but it's like, well, what if? something bad's gonna happen it's like right. the uncertainty uncertainty of something bad happening right. i'm like i can't deal with this but yeah right right but yeah i'm not i don't necessarily say i watch my back because i'm so not mm. like mm. like things don't bother me i guess it's right. like i don't even know how to put it like i'm yeah. just one of the people like that's a bold like, person yeah, yeah but i'm bold for no reason like i don't have a reason to be this bold yeah you just i'm just made this way yeah, and I think I think that's dope. I think certain people are just like that. Certain people probably wish they had more of what you had. But, mm. You know, they shouldn't. It's kind of yeah. dangerous sometimes. You think it's bad? I, I feel dangerous. <laughs> am I safe right now in this interview? Yeah, I am. No, no, I just lied to you. Okay, I'm not safe. I lied. Okay. No. All, all her friends are in the back looking at me, saying that I'm not safe either. So. I have to come loaded. I have to have, you know, support just in case. Right, you never right. know. <clears throat> right. Right. You never know. Like, I mean, I carry. I do carry <laughs> knives. No guns. Just mm. knives. Mm. <laughs> have quite a few yeah. in different spots in my right. car or, like, my backpack or anything that I carry. But I'm going to be honest. Mm. By the time I reach it that bag to probably pull out this knife, mm. I'm going to be dead. <laughs> it's never in a convenient spot. You know, it's yeah, not like yeah, I just have, like... Like, oh my gosh, let me get it out. Like, it's right. nine times out of ten, it's like in the bottom of my backpack. Right. Under all my other stuff. Right. And it's like, they're right. going to get you. Not in my car. They're readily available. They're just like, boom. Like, you. you just going to be peeking oh. in my window like this. Right. right. You, you want to try me right. today, right now? Right. right. Um, but I have a mouth. Hmm. And I, my mouth is. You're not afraid to. I think we were talking about that. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit off. Off air? Would this be considered air? We'll say off something. Mm-hmm. It was off. It's definitely it off reported. a mic. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not on this microphone. Yes, this red button. You know, light wasn't on. And I, I can say a lot. Right. And nine times out of ten, after I finish talking, you probably gonna be like, "Wow, oh, I'm gonna just walk away." Yeah. Have you know? people ever just walked away? 
my whole life. Like literally, like you would be talking and they're just like not saying anything. Mm-hmm. That's intense. It happens often. That's intense. Probably once a day. Oh wow. So on this, average. So this podcast is a lot of freedom for you. This is just like where you get to say whatever you want to say and just let it all out, huh? I would hope so, but some yeah. people not gonna let me do that. Uh, I you wonder know. who those people are. Interesting. Yeah, yeah they'll say, mm-mm, you can't say that. Or pause. You can't, mm-mm, that's racist. What? Um... Mm-hmm. You know. So in real life, I don't have a filter, but I can tell you on here, I'm somewhat filtered. Right, right. Because right. I have some people saying, Courtney, no. But so, versus. Okay. Do you think, since we're talking about watching your back, mm-hmm. do you think that watching your tongue is good? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know nothing about that. Because you know, I, I feel like I can just, say whatever I want because, it's, you know, I, it's yours. I have a mouth. It's yours. And I'm supposed to freedom of speech. Is use it. it and not in a nasty way. Right, right, <laughs> I right. thought about it after I said it. So I came back and caught it. Um... You know, yeah, I do believe in freedom of speech. Right. But it comes from growing up, I was so like, Courtney, no, shh, don't talk. You can't say that. Or so, once I became a little bit older, like five, yeah. and I said, Mom, I'm going to say what I want. Right. right. That's when that Oh, happened. wait, a little bit older at five? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> okay. I thought you know, this was... let's see. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm lying. Probably about six. That's when I started. Oh, drastic difference. That's when I... Yeah, a whole 365 days. Exactly. Unless it was a leap year, 366. Um, But that's when I really started, like, showing my ass. I guess I can say that. Um, We were talking figuratively. mm? Because six, that'd be a little little risque for the first graders. (laughs) You know, yeah. That's not me at all. Not not me at all. Okay. But definitely, yeah. I was really, I was into some stuff starting around that age. Mm. When I decided, you know, mom, this box that y'all want to put me in. I don't. I can't go in that. Right. That's not for me. Right. I need to be on this side. That's intense for a six-year-old to recognize that. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Of course, you know, that came with a lot of trouble. Mm. A lot of other stuff, you know. Right, right. I got suspended in first grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, they told me not to come back to their school. Hmm. That's more than being expelled. You know, well, no, they let me finish. But it was a private school. Like Kanye. Like, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) Okay. So essentially, they told my mother, you can spend your money and take it elsewhere. Right. Don't spend. It was private school. Right. So I, feel like I went to private school. school. You did? I did. I didn't go no more after that. Uh, oh, so you ended up going to public school. Oh, with the quickness. Wow. She told, My mother told me she would never pay for education mm. ever again, and she meant that. Wow. Because I didn't know how to go to them people's school and be civilized. And be civilized. I couldn't do it. So there's a lot. This watch your back topic is is probably the opposite of what you like, huh? Mm-hmm. You're not really being watchful. Is probably not something you enjoy necessarily. No. I love how this has turned into me counseling you. In really, so many real ways. quick. This is, this is really took taking part. Of, I love it though. Real, real. I quick. genuinely do. I'm being completely honest. <clears throat> so, okay. Court, if you don't mind me calling you that. Whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I'm getting some crazy looks right now. Um, but no, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm witchy. You know what I mean? I got a lot of uh, friends who are very, very, very bold in the way that they are. So I get it. You, you get it. I mean? You're not foreign to me. You okay. I mean? You get the boldness. I get the boldness. Okay. You know, I get it. I, on the other hand, <laughs> I may not be that bold i'm a bold guy okay relatively you know what i mean but i have uh you know but i have a, you know there's just a way i'm you know i i do like to think about the things i do you know what mm-hmm. i mean just just to be conscious of what i'm doing not just you know like not just i i'm a because you know you seem like the ask for um ask for forgiveness over asking for permission type person. Like, you will say it, then apologize after. Ooh, or no. maybe you just want to apologize. I don't apologize. That's what it is. Okay, so just... Because I, I don't be sorry. And I, I really... Oh, okay. it, it, she don't. I'm really... I love... Okay. 
I'm not sorry. You're going to have to start videoing these at some point because I love how silent but yet responsive they are to everything that is going mm -hmm. on. Right I'm not a sorry individual. Um, I feel like if I said something, I said it because I felt a certain kind of way. Right, right. And I'm not going to come back after I don't feel that way and say, oh, I'm mm. so sorry. I'm not sorry. Because you said it. Because I, met, I meant what felt. I said because right, I felt right. that way. At that time, you know, I may not, I may say, hey, I don't feel like this right now anymore. Right. But I did at that time. So I can't take back what I said. Once I said it, I said it. You know? So, but, okay. Uh -huh. Have you ever, I'm trying to see how I can word this properly. Um. So do you think that even, so, okay, let's use that example, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, I don't know, someone named Bridget. All right, Bridget. So, you say something to a, a friend named Bridget. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a friend. It could be like a cousin, sister, weird mm -hmm. connection. You know what I mean? <clears throat> say, say you say something to Bridget. Mm -hmm. It may have been a little strong okay. in presentation. Maybe the war, maybe like the actual words you said could have had held truth. Mm -hmm. But maybe the presentation was a little like whoa, they can't see me jump back just now, mm -hmm. so I had to, I just jumped back, um, crowd. Um, so, <laughs> so, okay, so say something was said, and then you realize after, man, that could have been a little harsh. Do you, they can't see you raising your hands. That's true. So, 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 if you say something, mm -hmm. can you go, ah, I may have came on a little strong? No. And you've never in your life. No. It takes somebody <laughs> okay. else to say. Oh, wait. Did they did they knock on you? just Because that's cool. Essentially. <laughs> you know, I they got to get my attention I some need, kind of way. I need that feature. You know, like, like Courtney. God mm, didn't give me that. You can't say that. Is there or, a door anywhere on you physically? Mm -mm, you know, they may have to wave wow. or they do this. You know, they give me these little. Right, bro. They can't see court. That's we true. don't. We need to talk about this. I know they, they can't, can't see us. But it was, it's it's so easy to right. say. That's what they do. They, they can hear the squeaking for sure. I'm trying to sit still. Yes, they can definitely hear that. But mm. they can't. And I see can't you. edit that out. You can't. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's raw. You know what I mean? I think <laughs> it captures the emotion of the room. You know. Um. But yeah, I don't have the gift of realizing when I say something wrong. Right. It takes for some me to have to say, so some they didn't take what I said the right way, but I meant this. I really meant this. Now it's it's a lot of times that I might mean something right. and there is a better way to say it. Right. I just don't know it. You just don't until, know what it is. You just speak and here's the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. That's to encourage you, that's like good qualities to say what you actually feel and what you actually mean. A lot of people don't. You know what I mean? But I will also say <laughs> That good friends mm -hmm. do help keep you on the, because you are a raw soul, you know what I mean? And that's good. You know, raw souls can be nice. But you need good friends to kind of go, well, let's reel it in. You know what I mean? That's, that's Rewind. Just, it's just <laughs> reverse, reverse. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, I, you know, I think you do have some good friends, by the way. I, we haven't really kicked it long, you know what I mean? You know, we met at like a tattoo shop randomly. We did. And oh, wait. Y'all's parents not gonna like that. They know. Okay, sweet. Yeah, sweet. And my mom, you know, my yeah. mom is like my age. Okay, we have a we, <laughs> we have a topic on our hands. <laughs> breaking not, breaking news. Not <laughs> wow. Actually, right, but right. you know, my mom and I have a different relationship. Oh. Like I can call my mother right now. Yeah. And the way that she would greet me on this phone, and the way that I would greet her, you would probably be like. Right. What? Like, is that your mother or right. your sister? Like, right. You that's show that's your mama? That's pretty dope. Like, I can say mom. So, this <clears throat> blanket and blank, blank, bleep, bleep, this happened today, mama, and I, I don't like it. And mm -hmm. she'd be like, first, calm down. Right. Stop all that cussing. Right. And now we can talk about it. <laughs> and then she'll start cursing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right, she's one of those. Right, right. You know, or she's like, I'm trying to work on my cursing. I, I said I wasn't going to curse no more. She's going to kill me for saying this. Right. But I love you. Um, yeah. I <laughs> love moms. What? Wait, your mom is referred to on a first name basis amongst your friends? Yeah. That's that. crazy. My <laughs> mom would kill my friends on site. She'd go, oh, wait, 
Shanika, I'll be right back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no, not to her face, oh, but, okay, you okay. know, I'll call my mother right now and be like, Janice, what you doing? Oh, I could never. I could never. Really? I don't get it. I feel like my relationship Boldness is normal. Is like a spiritual gift in your family or something like that. In my family, that Shanika, if that ever left my mouth, if I was telling someone else her name, she would smack. It's mom at all times. Mom. So somebody say, hey, what's your mom's name? Mom. 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 <laughs> that is my mother's name at all times. Um, But yeah, I really didn't realize that we didn't have a normal relationship until right. I looked at their relationships with their parents. Right. And I was like, that's how they work? Like, right. y'all don't have these kind of conversations? Right. Like, if I was, ooh, I was going to say something wild. But if I was involved okay. with someone... In any kind of way, I can call and talk to my mother about my engagement. You were talking about going to get Froyo on a Saturday afternoon. Perfect. We're talking, I don't know, hiking, skiing. Yes, mountain, absolutely. Climbing. Right. And quality cardio. Yes, quality cardio. If I was. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's emphasize on if I was. Right. My mother and I could actually sit down and hold a conversation about it. Or, you know, I can call and say, Mom, so... I know you're about to be mad, right. but I want to just tell you that I want to do this. Like, I called about this nose piercing. Right. You know, my mom, so no piercings, no tattoos, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you pierced my ears. That's my comeback. You right. pierced my ears. Right. And I had a second hole, but I let those close. So I was like, Mom, I was like, I'm getting my nose pierced. She was like, no, 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 don't you do that. Don't pierce your face. I said, okay. I got it pierced. Okay. I called her right back. Well, they FaceTimed, and I was like, She's like, look, you're crying. I say, it's just that one eye is tearing. I say, that's the side they, they pierced. It hurt. Right, right. I said, I'm not crying. She was like, okay, it's cute. I was like, you mad at me? Because that's all that really matters. Right. She's like, no, I'm not mad. Right. You know what happens a lot with parents? It's like they'll, in their mind, be so mad about <laughs> something. And then they get in and they go, oh, okay. It's really not that bad. You know what right. I mean? Like when I got tattoos, I got a bunch of tattoos. I got tattoos on my neck. You know what I mean? My mom nor my friends never saw this coming. I wasn't like that guy. You know what I mean? Until you actually. Until I did it. And my friends were like, yo, dude, you got like neck tattoos. It's kind of strange. And I was like, yeah, you know. I think it's all about growing up and, you know. Exploring to yourself. Explore, yes, exploring oneself. You know. So did you just like walk in with the tattoos and was like, no, look, mom. No, that's well. It was kind of <laughs> odd. So like my like my mom got tats. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, yeah, cool, mom. So my mom's got tats. You know what I mean? And so I was like, she ain't gonna really trip. I'm like, yeah, I can always go with mom. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know? Um. But uh, but yeah, no. So it it really wasn't that big deal, that big of a deal. I think my getting my nose pierced is more of a thing for her. And let me tell you something. Like any other good parent, right? My mom, you know, she was kind of like Josh. You know what I mean? I don't really know about this whole nose piercing thing. This was a few years back. I've had my nose pierced probably like five times. Like I've had my nose pierced a lot. I just take them out. I'm keeping them this time. But anyway, long story short, my mom, she was kind of like not big on them you know what i mean mm -hmm. and one thanksgiving evening <laughs> we're watching um it's called 30 for 30 on espn mm -hmm. and uh don't i know and they were taught it was it was one of mike tyson and they were talking about how like tupac came to um to like his fights and whatever and his big vegas fight or whatever and i'm a tupac fanatic you know what i mean so anyway my mom is watching this interview. She goes, baby. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Tupac had a nose ring. Nah, I didn't know he had one. And I was like, I was like, she was like, it's cute. I was like, no, mom, you almost guillotined me when I came home with the piercing. You know what I mean? In that voice? And the, in that voice. And then from then on, she loves it. I was like, wow. Took for Tupac it took to have. Tupac Shakur to get my mom to be okay with my nose rings. The guy who had it like many, many years ago. Many, many years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right, mom. You know, my, but my mom is the greatest, though. That was, that's, that's. She is. She really is. I actually just, my mom's like obsessed with like those bath bombs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Okay, I see some hands. Um, <laughs> but um, my mom's obsessed, so I just went and, like bought like buku of those, and <laughs> I don't know why. Like she was like, "You should really try this." I was like, "Mom, there's just a line, you know what I mean, <laughs> that you draw." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I can't see my, like, what if one of my homeboys called me in the middle of this process? Hey, what up, bro? What you doing? Nah, just chilling, man. Just put the bath bomb in. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just, I just can't outwardly say that. You know what I mean? You're soaking in the tub with a yeah, bath yeah, bomb. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Just, you know, you know me, dude. Just, just <laughs> bath bombing. You know what I mean? Just bombing this bath right now. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a pun right now but i'm like it just won't come to me all the way like the ideas there is just not developing how i want it to because i want to say like man this bath is the bomb but it's just like there needs to be more context in order for that joke to really be as fluid as i want it to be okay um and speaking of fluid jokes that's literally a fluid joke because it's water in a bath um but um so yeah i think i definitely won't be welcome back here um (laughs) But you know, yep. So bath bombs. Bath bombs. You won't do bath bath bombs for bath moms. I have a question for you. Do you exfoliate? (laughs) So okay, yes. And I'm gonna just bare my soul here. All right. So so I do exfoliate, but not when I'm not doing things in front of cameras. I only exfoliate a few days before I do things in front of cameras. Otherwise, I I don't. I don't. I just. I mean, I clean myself. Don't get me wrong. No, I get you. Like, I wash my face like normally. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just like the water in the towel. A little, a little. That was New Orleans. A little water. (laughs) That was that was a little water. The water. (laughs) Yeah. No, I do like a little. Yeah, water. You know what I mean? I got like this little face wash that I use. Okay. Okay. Then I go about my business. (laughs) Um. This is my goal. There's a remedy for your pity, uh, but I'll save that for later. Um pedicure <laughs> um but um okay so i do use actual shampoo mm-hmm. but i'm gonna just be honest about dudes because there's no reason for me to come all the way here even though i live in this state there's no point in me i'm just trying to make myself some more important i wouldn't come all the way here just mm-hmm. to lie to you, you mm. know I mean? a lot of the times dudes would use whatever soapy product is there at the time to wash their hair or their body not I like to stay stocked. I'm gonna be honest, cause it grosses me out. Like deodorant, I have to have deodorant on me at all times, even when like I just layered, cause like I'm a layerer. Like I'm just like, cause it grosses me out. Like to not have deodorant, I could just have taken four baths. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I take showers by the way, but we're talking about bath bombs. Got my head all wonky. So, um, no, I could have taken four showers just now, but I have to have deodorant, or I will still feel disgusting if I don't put it on. That's real talk. Like, it just grosses me out. But, just honestly, I am not going to lie. Like, I have not used shampoo to, like, wash my body before. Because mm. I was like, man, look, I'm out and I'm not. Because I get in late. So, I'm like, it's 3 in the morning. I just played in a bar. I smell like smoke. You but gotta... I'm, and I, I'm tired. I'm not about to go to Walmart mm. right now to go get body wash. So, shampoo it is. That sound real itchy. Sound like I be. Look, it's just, it's the life, you know what I mean? Like, normal people get in at normal times. I mean, I'm a normal person, you know what I mean? I get what like, you're people get in at normal times mm-hmm. and they're like, oh man, needs popping a shower. Boom. Oh, I'm out of body wash. Oh, let me just run to the store. Well, that to me is like three in the morning. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not about to go to Walmart at three in the morning. You've lost your mind. Walmart, Walmart it sucks at 3 p.m., let alone 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So. But Walmart doesn't suck. I have to say that. <laughs> that Walmart does not suck. The experience Sucks. is just, yes. It's yeah, I'll always. say it. You don't have to say okay. it. I, I will definitely take that okay. out for you. Courtney approves this message. Courtney definitely does. Go there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and there's one register open yes. and a thousand people in the grocery store. Exactly. And, that, and to be honest, that's, that's not an exaggeration. I think there's literally thousands of people in Walmart mm-hmm. at a time because... The line's not moving at the register, but people are still coming. You know what I mean? Just walking in. You know? We are so to the left. So, yeah, watch your black. Um, That's kind of really how that all... 
that's, that's really how that all ties in uh, to that. I don't even see how we left watching your back. We was talking about watching ourselves. I think this is good. I will say this, that I watched and listened to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I love when they do this. Mm. Just FYI. Some of them, though, I'll I be know. like, mm. I know it is your creative vision. I get it. You want to hear the topic that they presented to you that they're going to talk about 100%. We threw some puns in there. Yeah, you said it on the microphone. Right. right. Yeah, you got something out there in the world for them to hear. I did. And I feel like, honestly, that's my next venture as Josh Martin. Um, mm -hmm. Rebranding. And I'm going to be the world's first pun artist. Um, and I'm going to come out as Big Pun. That's going to be my name. Um, and uh, that is really, honestly, I know that's what the people have wanted from me for a very long time. I don't know why you're laughing because this is obviously very serious to me. And clearly I'm getting emotional as I talk about it. So the more you laugh, the more tears come. Um. But yes, I think that that is the next uh, the next venture that I will be embarking on. And uh, I'm excited, to be honest. I think a lot of people are excited. It's high anticipation uh, for the next record. Uh, and it's going to be self-titled. Big pun. So, you know, there's nothing new under the pun. You know. I have a song on there called Honey Pun. I like that one. Pretty yeah. fun. So, I mean, I mean, I think we about covered it at this point. You I mean, know, I don't know how to. Even. I'm almost positive any issue you talk about from here on out, we've solved it in this podcast. We I have. think your entire career can be based off of this one <laughs> podcast. There's nothing or anyone else you could bring on this show that can answer as much as we've answered. I think we've pretty much solved world hunger. That's easy. Yeah. World peace. That's a breeze. That's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, obviously, you know, God, politics, that you can pretty much find an answer for that and something we said. Mm -hmm. you know, take a take a bath or a bath bomb. Boom. Yeah. Gotta you have the bath mean? bombs. So um but I guess I'm gonna end it. I don't know what else to say. I think this hmm. is the ending right here. I know what to say. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Black Talks. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find me anyway like that. Also, subscribe. Email us. Let us know if there's anything that we can improve on. Give me some nice feedback. My email is blaqtalks at gmail.com. You know, you can DM me anything. Let me know what you think. Peace.